The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. As we go to air right now, there is a four-year-old and an 11-year-old little boy both asking the same question. Where is mommy? I'm talking about a 27-year-old beautiful young woman. Natalie Jones is missing. And with all of the scientific and technological developments, including pinging your phone off uh, the car, uh, North Star in it, so many ways to find her. Somehow, this mom is like a needle in a haystack. And according to friends and family, she would never ever leave her two boys alone. We are on a mission right now to find Natalie Jones. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to this. 27-year-old Natalie Jones drove her hot pink Chevy Cavalier from her home in Heard County, Georgia, to celebrate the 4th of July with friends in Jackson's Gap, Alabama. On the night of July 4th, around 10.30 p.m., Natalie left the festivities to drive home. Lieutenant Dan Boswell of the Heard County Sheriff's Office tells Crime Online that Natalie Jones sent a message to a friend at 12.52 a.m. that simply said, I made it, thanks. She didn't say where she made it to, just that she made it. There were no further communications after that from her. Lieutenant Boswell says her phone's last ping was with a cell tower at 5.15 a.m. in Heard County, at the opposite end of the county from where she lives. Nobody has seen or heard from Natalie Jones since. Where is Natalie? Two little boys asking that question as we go to air. With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. Kirk Nurmi, former lawyer for Jody Arias, who made headlines Author of Trapped with Miss Arias, Parts 2 and 3, My Final Words. You can find that on Amazon. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst to the stars, joining us from Beverly Hills. She's at drbethanymarshall.com. Trace Sargent, expert canine handler. The PI firm, The Family, contacted for help joining us. Donna Williams, crack reporter, WRBL News Columbus, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Lee Egan, who's been on the story from the beginning. But first, to special guest, Natalie's sister, Jessica Bishop. 
Jessica, thank you for being with us. Uh, For those of you just joining us, Natalie Jones missing tip line 800-597-TIPS. Repeat, 800-597-8477. There is a chance to bring Natalie home alive. Back to her sister, Jessica Bishop. Jessica, when did you first learn Natalie's missing? Um, I'm just trying to keep it together right now. That just made it a little bit more real. Sorry. Um, it was probably uh, July the 6th. Um, I got a text from someone that said, is your sister missing? And so I called my sister, my other sister, Tabitha, and I said, what's going on? And she said, we haven't heard from Natalie since um, July the 4th. Um, so that Monday, they had filed a missing persons report. How often do either you or your other sister text or hear from Natalie? I mean, I text back and forth with my brother or his wife practically every day. And my sister and her children out in California, probably every other day. We're in pretty close contact. And, of course, my mom is here with me. So all of us are in very close contact. How often would either you or your sister contact Natalie by text or by phone or in person? Um, my sister, Tabitha, she would see Natalie almost every day for the last month um, before she went missing. She would text, call on a daily basis. Um, they lived probably a couple miles from each other. Maybe oh, you guys are so lucky to be close to family. Yeah, How far so, away do you live from Natalie? Um, I live probably 20 miles away from um, where she stayed at, at her mother's house. In oh, Hoganville so she stayed with her mom. Okay, so there's yes. another close family connection. Uh, yes. Let me ask you this. The drive, she went from her home to a party on July 4. How far yes. was that drive? How many miles or how many minutes? It was about an hour and a half drive. Man, I make that kind of drive back home to uh, my family home all the time and don't think twice about it. Uh, Right. Let me bring in the reporters on the case. With me is Natalie's sister. But first, take a listen to our friends at WRBL News 3. We just want her home. Period. We just want her home. That is our main goal. 27-year-old Natalie Pearl Jones was last seen in Opelika near River Trace Drive. Jones is about 5'3", weighing about 130 pounds. Since her disappearance, the family has been searching for Jones. What we've done as a family is just hours on the road, driving the route that she may would have taken, um, going down dirt roads in Franklin and Ephesus, um, back around the Ephesus area. Uh, we've just done a lot of Driving. Bishop Tote News 3, the Heard County Sheriff's Department is leading the investigation, not the GBI. Bishop describes her sister as someone who is outgoing. She says the most important thing to her is her children. And next month, she has a five-year-old that will start school for the first time. Oh, gosh. Who would miss your child starting school? No mom that I know. Straight out to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Lee Egan. Lee, what do you know? Well, exactly what Jessica said. She went to a friend's party on July 4th at around 12.52 a.m. on July 5th was the last known message from Joan's phone. She supposedly sent a message back to her friends in Jackson's Gap, Alabama, and said, thanks, I made it. Now, she did never say where she made it to, just that she made it. And that was the last they heard from her. Well, I mean, I think, 
I think it would be implied that I made it home since that was she that's where she was going. I made it. Uh, I often send that text. Hey, I'm here. And of course, my husband and children know what I'm talking about. That makes sense to me. But Lee, who is this friend? Who's the friend that the party she went to? Well, there were several several people there, several friends. And well, they, are I, they men or women? Both, both men and women. Where does she know them and from? She knew them from just just friends, you know, childhood. It might have been childhood friends. Hold on, let's ask Jessica. Let's ask Jessica because I, I I find that important. Was she traveling to see a boyfriend? That's significant to me because the first place you look is boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, husbands, lovers. To Jessica Bishop, who was having the party, Jessica? Um, It was a former ex-boyfriend or former boyfriend of Natalie's. They um, weren't in a relationship at the time. They had became friends, but he had previously been in a relationship with her, yes. Okay, so um, all of that boiled down as an ex-boyfriend. Is that right? Yes. Now, Jessica Bishop, I think I heard you say, and his parents. So does the ex live with the parents? They, that's more, that's not their um, home. That was more of their weekend kind of getaway type home. Like what, on a lake to. or on a mountain, something like that? It was, it's on Lake Martin. It's right off of Lake Martin. Okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa. I'm writing all this down, Jessica. Sorry for interrupting. So we've That's got okay. the ex-boyfriend. Is he the father of either of these two children? No. Okay. Ex-boyfriend. How long have they been broken up? Oh, for a while. I don't I don't know exactly. A week, a month, two years, 10 years? At like, least I've got one ex-boyfriend I dated in high school. Okay, haven't seen him since. So that's yeah. one ex-boyfriend. There are others. So how long? Is this a high school boyfriend, a college boyfriend, a work boyfriend? How long have they been broken up? It's significant. Well, to be honest, uh, technically, I would say I would, this is just a, a guess, at least a year. Okay, stop um, right there. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst. Sorry, Jessica. I've got okay. one hour to get this story out there and to glean all the facts I can. So this is going to be rapid fire. I want to find your sister, Bethany Marshall, excuse me, Dr. Bethany Marshall. It's very important as to how long they've been broken up. You understand, right? Nancy, it's so important. Not only how long have they been broken up, but what was the nature of the relationship? Who broke up with whom? Is he upset that she broke up with him? Has he been stalking her? Again, just to jump straight to the point, Nancy, when somebody goes missing or is a victim of homicide, we look at their most intimate relationships because in the context of intimate relationships, that's where there's resentment, rage, rejection, betrayal. So in the context of close relationships, homicidal feelings can emerge. I'm sorry to put it so well, factually you know, and Dr. scientifically. Well, Dr. Bethany Marshall, we ain't at a tea party. I think we're not at a mm-hmm. church circle meeting right now. So let's just get down with it and figure out what's going on. But I have to interject. If this guy was stalking her, which I have no evidence of that at all, I doubt she would have driven an hour and a half to go to a party with him and his parents, right? If he was some Unless crazy Unless she was stalker. under the nature no, of the relationship. Who else was there? What was happening on her social media? And what were the nature of all the other relationships in her life? Was anybody preoccupied with her? The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about a missing 27-year-old mom of two, a 4-year-old and an 11-year-old little boy. They're starting school without mommy. Where is Natalie? So to you, in a nutshell, Jessica Bishop, were there any lingering feelings between her and the ex? I don't think on her part that she had any uh, romantic feelings towards him. Um, He had expressed afterwards that he just wanted to find her and he was worried. Other than that, I got no indication that they had any type of romantic involvement, that they were just friends. Uh, Joining me, Trace Sargent, canine handler with the PI firm, the family contacted for help. Trace, thank you so much for being with us. What can you tell us, Trace? Well, the family reached out to me to help locate Natalie, and uh, we, of course, jumped right in and boots on ground. We checked around um, Natalie's home where she was living at, which was her mother. Uh, We checked around there, found nothing. Uh, We also checked several other places with the dogs. I met with Lieutenant Boswell with the Heard County Sheriff's Office. Uh, He provided me a lot of great information. At this point in time, we've exhausted all areas of to search, but we're still very active, and we hope that this... uh, uh, your your cast and and highlighting this case will give us new tips and leads and new areas to search. Um, straight to Donna Williams, WRBL News, Columbus, Georgia. Donna, help us out. What can you tell us? Tell me everything you know, Donna. You know, after speaking with her sister, I can see that she was very close knit with her sisters, and for her to just disappear. And my thing is, she has a pink card, so someone had to see something with this pink card. You know, it's not every day that you see like a bright pink car just riding down the street. And I've been up to Hurt County. So around that area, it, it seems to be close knit. So someone knows something. You know, you just brought up something really important, uh, Donna Williams, WRBL News Columbus. My very first note at the top of the page says hot pink Chevy. So this car is not just pink. It is hot pink. Now, the only yeah. time I really see a pink car, have you ever seen those pink cars, Jackie, That and they're Mary Kay, I think is the name oh, of the yeah. cosmetics dealers. Yeah, the and if they Yes, and if they sell X numbers of dollars worth of Mary Kay, they are gifted a pink, it's a Cadillac, and you, you can't miss it. You don't really see a lot of pink cars, and you're telling me this was hot pink? Yes, yes. 
hot pink. A hot pink Chevy. Now, see, that's something that you would remember. Um, and I want to get down to the ping, the ping. Donna Williams, WRBL News Columbus. What can you tell me about the pings that have surfaced on the phone? Well, what we saw was the last ping that they saw was, of course, the text message and, and off the towers. But, you know, with social media, you can pretty much find a personal location within 15 minutes. You can go through tag Facebook pictures on Facebook to see a person's last moment. You mean and geotagging? Me, yes. So yes. when you guys, if you don't know it, if you have geotagging on your phone or you haven't turned it off, when you post, it will show exactly where you are. Now, you may want that, but uh, in this case, it would be very helpful. Take a listen to Shani Her at WXIA-TV 11 Alive. No one has seen Natalie Jones since July 5th. Jessica Bishop says her sister, a mother of two, just disappeared without a trace. It's been excruciating. We have no idea. It's literally like she was just picked up out of nowhere and vanished. The Heard County Sheriff's Office says Jones was last seen in Jackson's Gap, Alabama, in her hot pink Chevy Cavalier. Her family says they were told her cell phone pinged off a tower in Franklin, Georgia that day. Bishop says shortly after Jones was reported missing, investigators searched from the air and on the ground but found nothing. We don't know what to do anymore because we, like I said, we go and search, but we don't even know what we're where we're searching for, I mean, you know, where we're searching at anymore. Guys, I'm trying to figure out if her car had any type of tracking device. Trey Sergeant, okay, Trace, her vehicle, I know that's a hot pink Chevy, but did it have any geo device in it, you know, you know that could help uh, track her? From my understanding, she did not. It was an older vehicle. So she didn't have any electronics actually installed in the vehicle from the manufacturers. Like uh, a navigation tool. Correct. No, to my knowledge, there was no navigational tools or tracking tools on her vehicle. You know, earlier I said North Star. I meant OnStar. And I think that she's right to you, Lee Egan, that newer cars have it, have OnStar in there or some other type of nav navigational tool the significance is of that is that it can then be pulled up. The data can be pulled up, and you can see where the car has been through the manufacturer. If it's an older car, unless you've put it in the car, the car doesn't have it. To Jessica Bishop, sister of Natalie Jones, did Natalie have anything like that in her car? No, there was nothing like that in her car. She use Waze or Google Map? Um, she, I don't, I think she used just the, she had an iPhone. So there's just a maps, you know, on your iPhone. Um, but hey, she knew I the got a road. question. I got a question. Yeah. We have something called Life 360. My husband yeah. found it and I love it. And yes. I can see, I made the decision for better or worse to give the children cell phones. And you can see where they are. Even if we, for instance, they went and sang with their school last year at Disney. A lot of schools had their, they played their instruments, their band played. And we could see them 
like where they were walking around within Disney because mm-hmm. they had their phones with them on the Life 360. Did she have anything like that on her phone? No, she didn't. She didn't even have her location turned on for her Snapchat or anything like that. Um, Kirk Nurmi with me, a renowned defense attorney and author. Kirk Nurmi, do you have to have Find My iPhone turned on? Oh, I think you do. She had an iPhone. I understand. I think you have to have, Jackie, we'll that up real quick. You do. You do have to find, you have to have Find My iPhone turned on. But that is an excellent way to find find your phone. When you find your phone, you find the person. Would you agree with that? What do we do right now, Kirk Nurmi? Well, I would start with, even though she didn't have some of those apps working, we have this ping at 1252 that is in her county, but not in, not in the area of her home. So what we need to start doing is begin there. That is the last known place where there's anything to do with Natalie to be found. We have this hot pink car. I find it hard to believe, and I don't know how big a circumference it would be for this cell phone tower where the pings would be to start looking at every single bit of security footage that is around the area, start canvassing the area to see if anybody saw a hot pink car that evening or early morning. Start right there and start working backwards. Did she know anybody in this area? Did she know was there a new suitor? We've talked about the ex. Was there somebody who was interested, who maybe was jealous she spent time with the ex, that it, that it was in the area of where this ping went? We need to start at the, the last known point of contact. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about a missing young mom, 27-year-old Natalie Jones. You can find out more at CrimeOnline.com or FindNatalieJones.com. There is a $10,000 reward. Take a listen to this. The family is desperate to find Jones, someone they say wouldn't just go silent. She's always on social media 
posting pictures. Either she will take her children or she always lets her children know where she's going. She lets one of us know where she's going. Being a mother, Bishop says Jones especially wouldn't disappear knowing her kids need her. Her youngest son keeps asking where his mom is. He called Natalie's mom and um, you know, said, I don't want to talk. I want to talk to mama. Where's mama at? Where's my mama at? That remains the question. Where is Natalie Jones? Bishop says Heard County investigators tell the family there still aren't any great leads right now, but the search continues. It's a waiting game. It is a waiting game. Guys, you're hearing our friends at WXIA-TV 11. We know that Nellie Jones' phone pinged in the county of her home. This is what happened. Straight out to Lee Egan, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Lee, Natalie had driven about an hour and a half to go to a July 4th party. It was a party thrown by an ex-boyfriend and his parents. She leaves the party about 10.30. By all accounts, the ex-boyfriend stays at the party. And I'd like you to confirm that for me, Lee. Um, that evening, she sends a text saying, I made it. Thanks. I guess thanks for inviting me. I need to find out who she sent the text to. Okay. First of all, can we confirm, Lee Egan, the boyfriend remained at the party? Yes, we can. Everybody okay. there remained there. Including the ex? Yes. Okay. Two, who did she text? I made it. Thanks. Okay, that's where the issue is, because according to the sheriff, and I think, I believe Jessica confirmed this, she used texting apps on her phone. And we don't know. That might have been one regular text, and that was back to the party, to her ex. But she used a texting app also, so they can't get in there and find out yet exactly who she had been texting back and forth with, um, you know, sur surrounding the days before, during, and after the party. Uh, to Trey Sargent with the PI firm, the family contacted for help. What can you tell me about this texting app? Uh, can't police get a warrant to get into it? Yes, uh, Lieutenant Boswell and I discussed that, and they cannot um, without further uh justification in doing that it's not just a simple matter of yes you can see perhaps an outgoing or ingoing activity but reading the text is a different legal standard and uh, that that standard is not met in this case at this time because the mom is just missing hmm that's so, correct you know what I hate it when, uh, for instance, children are classified as runaways or women are classified as, so she wanted alone time. That's all BS. Jessica Bishop, sister of Natalie, there was no indication she wanted to go off on her own and leave her two little boys behind. Can you tell me, Jessica, was she in a relationship on July the 4th? No, not to my knowledge. She was not in a relationship with anyone. There is a $10,000 reward for information leading to Natalie's whereabouts. Tip line 706-675-3329. Repeat, 706-675-3329. Take a listen to this. 
Another thing that is puzzling and concerning to family members and investigators is that her car, a bright pink 2002 Chevy Cavalier, hasn't been spotted. The car has Georgia license plate RVE 6177. She painted it herself. And that vehicle is not anywhere to be found. Jones is 5'3 and 130 pounds. She has blue eyes, brown hair with blonde highlights. She has tattoos on each of her wrists. One says Isaac, the other says Trent. A star diagram from shoulder to shoulder and the name Trent with a baby foot on her right foot. We are pursuing this because we love her so much. And we're going to continue to do this until we find her. The family is asking anyone with information or anyone who has seen her bright pink car to please contact law enforcement immediately. Guys, let me tell you some more about the car. The license plate is Georgia R. Robert V. Victory E. Evelyn 6177. Repeat, RVE 6177. All of you truckers listening right now, please be on the lookout for a hot pink 2002 Chevy Cavalier with blue stripes on the side. The car was originally red. Anyone that sees the car needs to call 911 immediately. We are also learning that she was not in a relationship at the time. That is significant. Why, Dr. Bethany Marshall? When you're dating and out in the world, you meet new people. And in this case, meeting new people may equal meeting and encountering more dangerous situations. You know, I'm also analyzing the fact that the phone was pinged in her home county, but still several miles away from her actual home. We all remember the recent case of Kelsey Barrett, the young Colorado mom of a little baby girl whose fiance murdered her. Then he talked to his new lover, the rodeo queen, talked her into taking Kelsey's phone and abandoning it where he wanted the police to believe she would have traveled. She didn't travel anywhere. He killed her not too far away from her home and burned her body. But the cell phone was taken and thrown off the side of the interstate as if she were en route to see family in another state. So, back to you, Trace Sargent, joining us in the PI firm, the family contacted for help. The fact that her phone pinged there is not absolute evidence that she was there. Most likely it is, but it's not absolute. That's correct, Nancy. In any investigation, we always start at the high probable areas first and work out. We have to assume that where her phone pinged is where she she was or presumed to be. So we start at that location. But there's no guarantee where her phone pinged is, in fact, where she was even in the area. But we have to start somewhere and be logical about it and be smart and efficient. I do want to say it's been really strange um, since assisting the family um, in the search for Natalie. We haven't received one tip or lead since her disappearance, which is extremely unusual and out of character, especially when you're talking about a hot pink car. So um, we're really at a standstill right now in in areas to search. So we're hoping that this um, show will give us some new tips and leads in areas to search. God willing. Uh, Trace, let me ask you this. The terrain 
where she was last pinged. What kind of terrain is it? It's primarily rural. There are, you know, homes and farms and things like that, but it's not a heavily suburban city area. So um, that, that I, I think you're be... saying it's rural and not heavily populated. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A young 27-year-old mom of two little boys is missing. She left a July 4th party around 10.30 to 11.30 to drive hour and 15 minutes home. She texted, we think, saying, I made it, thanks, but she didn't make it. Where is Natalie? Her phone pinged off a cell tower in the county where she lives. That suggests that she made it that far, but she never made it home. Lives with her mother and her two little boys. Um, Very quickly to Jessica Bishop. This is Natalie's sister joining us. They had separate fathers, and both of them have their, both of them have the children, and they were involved, yes. They got them every weekend, if not every other weekend. So they have been excluded. Is that what you're telling me? Um, I believe one has been excluded. I haven't been informed about the other. What do we know about that, Trey Sargent? Well, um, in that situation, that is correct what Jessica said. Um, There is some um, discussions about the younger son because there was a custody battle going on between the father and Natalie. Um, So they're doing further investigation on that until it's completely cleared of where he mm-hmm. was at mm-hmm. the time in the relationship between mm-hmm. Natalie and him. Pinpointing a cell phone in a rural county such as Heard County can be very difficult. There are only three cell towers covering that entire county. So long story short, you may get a ping, but that doesn't indicate exactly where you are. While cell phone pings can be traced as, as close as like uh, three or four blocks from where the phone is that's not true in this particular case so if she was at that cell tower between there and home it seems to me to donna williams wrbl news columbus that is a stretch of road 
that cops should be focusing on between that cell tower ping and her home. I, I definitely agree. And I also think it's important to know if she had any friends in that area and to see if they had seen her or heard from her that that night when when that message went off. I think that's another important factor mm-hmm. to know if there was anyone in that area that may have talked to her or was she talking to anyone on her way there. I think those are important factors to know. And also, if there was any surveillance videos in any of those areas, have those been checked? Have those been watched? Have those been searched? So I think that's, that's another factor as well. Yeah, because we saw in a recent case, Kirk Nurmi, a renowned lawyer who defended Jody Arias at trial in the missing Connecticut mom of five, Jennifer Dulos, her husband's car and his whereabouts were pieced together almost entirely around the hours of her disappearance early, early in the morning after school drop-off based on home and business surveillance video, even surveillance video cams that are in school buses and public buses. When the some of the doors open on the bus, you could see Fotis Dulo's car drive by. It's amazing the way surveillance video, CCTV, can catch a vehicle. So that's an avenue to be uh, to be exhausted. Agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. completely agree. Whatever that whatever that scope is of that particular tower, every effort should be made to see what security camera, what somebody saw. Because also think about it. Remember, we're talking about this hot pink car. That is not only unique, but it could be a memorable event, especially in an area like that. What was this hot pink car doing? What, this is out of the ordinary to have this hot pink car in our neighborhood. People might remember that. So every single camera, every single door should be knocked on for any kind of trace or recognition of this car related to the area in this tower. You're right, Kirk. I hear somebody jumping in. Who is it? Nancy, Bethany, it's just a quick observation. I I was wondering if they had asked the people at the party, was she on her phone a lot on all these social media apps as if she was preoccupied and planning on meeting up with somebody? Or was she more engaged with the people at the party? I think that's important because it really determines, did somebody start to groom her while she was at the party and then predated upon her after she left? Or was she the victim of some random stranger on the way home? That's a really good point, her demeanor at the party. To Jessica Bishop, this is Natalie's sister. Mm-hmm. Was there any suggestion she had odd behavior at the party? Um, yes, her ex, and I had just found out, I want to correct myself, it's been like seven years. It's been a long time since they've been together. But yes, he did say that she was on her phone um, a lot during that evening, during that time that she was there. So she did seem preoccupied by whatever was going on with her phone, whatever she was talking about. That tells me... There better be a warrant and pronto to get all of the text that she was using on that she was sending on an app. I mean, anybody would know this, especially if you have children. You can text outright on your phone where we can read all the texts, or you can use an app like WhatsApp or house party or uh, just talk. There's a million ways, or kick, there's a million ways to talk and text on your phone without leaving 
a text trail. And it's not nefarious. People use those sorts of apps for all, all different reasons. Even my children get on house party and WhatsApp, and they're all talking to each other about homework assignments for Pete's sake. But those require more evidence to get the search warrant. You're not just getting the warrant from the phone company. You're getting a warrant from an app as well. I don't know what the holdup is. Guys, take a listen to Lieutenant Dan Boswell, Heard County Sheriff's Department. The Verizon Tower in Heard County showed her phone pinged on one of their towers, correct? Well, ping is a term that we use when we have used for locating. So um, a ping is when we ask the cell phone company to send a signal to that specific device, and then they read the distance that device measures from its location to a tower. So that's what a ping is. But what we did do is we did get, which means it shows the towers that her phone was located in certain sectors of certain towers, and those were in Heard County. That's correct. There was a 4.2-mile range from the tower to her phone, and it was on the opposite end of the county from where her home is, correct? It is true. To Lee Egan, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, what was she wearing when she was at the party? Hey, Nancy. So she was wearing a pink blouse, white shorts, black sandals with bows. And I want to add that she does have a few tattoos. She has a star diagram on her shoulder that goes from across her shoulder to her back. Isaac and Trent on each wrist. What else? Yes. And a baby footprint on her right foot. And can I can I jump in really quick with something that yeah. uh, Dr. Marshall was saying? She was um, talking about she may have been dating other people. Well, she was dating someone much more recently than the man at the lake. And they had just broken off their relationship, I believe, within a couple of months. And he lives in Hogansville, which is, is pretty cl- I'm not saying he hasn't been named a suspect. I'm just throwing this out there. He lives nearby, like within seven miles of where she does, close to where the phone pinged. Um, he's incarcerated right now for allegedly trying to put a hit out on a deputy. So we haven't been able to actually speak to him. Whoa, but I just wait heard- a minute. Trying to put a hit out on a deputy? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Question. When was he put in jail for that? That was recent. That was probably a couple weeks ago. So he was out and about on July 4th? Yes. He was arrested last week um, in the Troop County last Jail. He's, he's, yeah, he's in the Troop County Jail. Is this Donna Williams speaking? Yes. Yes. Again, he's not a suspect or a POI person of interest, but to Dr. Bethany Marshall, why is it so critical that all boyfriends or exes or current lovers or ex-lovers have to be identified and questioned? Nancy, it's important because one of the biggest breakdowns in the dating relationship that will turn homicidal is if a boyfriend feels the relationship is more valuable than it really is, if the girlfriend is not as available as she should be, and then he wants to punish her for rejecting him. That's a very toxic dynamic. And if it happens with a a man, a supposed quote unquote, air quotes, boyfriend, who's actually homicidal and she's not completely available to him and there's a breakdown in the relationship, it really says that something could have happened that 
caused his homicidal instincts to kind of override any affection. And you know what else, Dr. Bethany? Her. her going to the party thrown by an ex-boyfriend and his parents, even though they're no oh, longer Nancy. involved for the past seven years, could make those feelings of rejection boil over. We wait as justice unfolds. Tip line 706-675-3329. Find NatalieJones.com. Nancy Gray's Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.